Now, we just want to uh, mention the, obviously, we had a problem there with the announcements. You can go online, and, uh, and they're recorded. They're on our website, so just go to the website, and you'll see them right there, and you can take a look, and, and we encourage you to listen to them. Um, we wouldn't have them if we didn't have something we thought we wanted you to hear, okay? So we encourage you to get online and listen and, uh, and see what they said. Um, it was encouraging tonight uh, to come in and see so many people in pre-service prayer. It was encouraging last week. Our New Year's Eve service we had moved it up early last week, and we had an absolutely awesome time last New Year's Eve. It, it was a fantastic time uh, together. How many were here last New Year's Eve? Yeah, awesome. We, if you missed it, you missed a great time. It was a fantastic service. And, um, you know, one of the things, I just want to read a passage before I talk about what I want to talk about tonight uh, to help you appreciate why it is so important to be a worshiper. We don't do it, like I said a, a week ago, we don't do it to be different. Uh, we don't do it to be unique or, 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 or uh, some, some creative way of having worship. We do it because the Bible is absolutely full of worshiping God. It's full of it. Probably more. I think worship is talked about more in the Bible than any other topic. Now, what do people, when people talk a lot about something, why do they do that? Because it's important to them, right? It's what's on their mind. It's important. They, they talk about, you can always find out where people are at spiritually. Just listen to them. And people will talk about what's important to them. Well, God talks a lot about worship because that's very important to them, okay? Listen to Psalm 149. It says, Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, and his praise in the assembly of the saints. That's in the house of God. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. You get, listen to what it's saying. You know, come in and be joyful. Sometimes we have to tell our face to be happy. Be joyful. You don't feel like it, but you're joyful. You know the Bible talks about offering the sacrifice of joy? You're not joyful, you make yourself joyful. The Bible talks about it. Verse 3 says, let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing praises to him with the timbrel and harp. Well, we don't have timbrel and harp, but we have drums and keyboard and guitars. Okay? For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment. This honor has all his saints. Praise the Lord. Listen, praise and worship is an act of spiritual warfare. It's an act of, of, de of declaring your faith in God, your trust in God. I'm going to raise my hands. I'm going to lift my voice. I'm going to get my feet off the ground. I'm going to worship God. And in so doing, I'm going to declare defeat to the enemy. Those things in my life that are holding me back are going to be broken by the power of God. It's a declaration of faith. If you want to break a religious spirit, you just do what I said to do. A religious spirit can't hang out when people are worshiping God. It just it doesn't happen. It's impossible. The two can't co-inhabit the same house. So you see, praise and worship is a way to defeat the enemy and find freedom and liberty and victory in your life. The Bible is full of it because God wants us not to be religious people, but to be victorious people. Okay, and, and I just want to encourage you, keep it up. Let's, I, I believe in God that this is going to be a year where we break through in praise and worship like never before in our church. It's just going to be a new day, a new hour, a new victory is going to come into our lives. But 
See, so many Christians, that, that, you know, Mary was exhorting and saying that God's going to do it this year in your life. And so we, we kind of wait. See, the, the problem that Christians do, we wait. We say, okay, I'll do nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait. If I just come into church and I just, you know, I'll wait on God, he'll do it this year. He's looking for us to respond to him. And as we respond to him, he responds to our faith, and that's how he shows up. So I want to encourage you uh, this year. Learn to worship, learn to be a, 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 a praiser, a worshiper, execute vengeance on the enemy, defeat the enemies in your life, and release the presence of God in your life. It's an awesome, powerful thing when you, when you get that in your heart and begin to experience it. Now, I'm believing not just because Mary said it, I'm going to agree with her, but I'm, I, I feel it myself. This is going to be a great year. The enemy always wants to lie and stir things up and get you to believe otherwise. But I believe we're going to see some great things happen this year. I really do. God's going to move in ways and we're going to do things and see things for for God this year that are going to be different and unique and uh, going to be a breakthrough. This year, the word that I felt God put on, on my heart, this is going to be a breakthrough year. Okay? Now, we've got a number of things in store that we believe will help make the church a better place. See, we, we believe that, that part of our responsibility in leading the church is to create a green pasture, okay? Your responsibility is to eat. And if you don't eat and drink, you don't reap the benefits of the pasture, you see? So my, my job is never to make you victorious. That's God's job and your response to God. My job is to create an environment where you can meet God and be victorious. So you see, that's, that's what we try to do. We don't try to pamper people and baby people per se. We try to care for people, help people, learn how to be victorious, okay? Now, we're going to be adding in a number of things this year. We're going to go through 10 things. It's going to be totally different. This is not a regular message we would normally do. We're going to give you 10 things that we're going to be adding into the church this year that we believe is going to help make the church a better place, which means you, because you're the church going to make you better and stronger and more victorious, and uh, 10 things that are going to happen this year that we believe are going to help to make Living Hope a better place by the t- this time next year, okay? So first of all, let me, let me start. We're going to be, and you can follow along on, on our church app. All the notes are there in the church app, and you can add, all I put in was the headings for each point. You can add in anything extra you want to put in as we go through. But the first thing we're going to do is we're going to begin to have financial seminars this year. Now, we're going to do them kind of on an as-need basis, so we're not going to run them week after week after week, but uh, come the springtime, we're going to have our first one, and we'll do them on an on-need basis and build in having financial teaching into our church on a regular basis as needed. Uh, I know this much. When people learn to handle their money properly, people learn to get victory over their money, they get a lot more victory in their life than they have right now. You know, money is one of the major sources of conflict in marriage, one of the major sources of stress for people. When you learn to handle it God's way, amazing things begin to happen. So we're going to begin to, to offer um, periodically as needed a financial seminar. It's going to include topics such as, you know, how to get out of debt, uh, budgeting. So that you, you know when you budget, what, the great thing about budgeting, it allows you to know where every nickel goes. You know what's happening with your money when you, when you learn how to budget you're in total control of what's happening with your finance as far as um, being aware of, of what's happening with it all. 
We're going to help you to, to do sessions on understanding God's blessing through giving. There's a lot of liberty and freedom. There's a lot of promises in the Bible. It talks to those who, who give, then God gives back. God blesses. God moves on their behalf. We're going to help teach you that. Uh, help you to find money to save. How many could use some, some extra money? Help you to find money to save. I remember I helped a couple with budgeting years ago, and they had said to me, you know, we've never had a lot of money. We've never had a good job. Um, it's always been tight financially. We've always been behind. And I helped them how to put together a budget. And um, uh, the wife came to me. It was six or nine months later. She said, you won't believe it. And their job hadn't changed. Nothing had changed. Uh, you won't believe it. She said, we have, we have all the money we need. All the bills are being paid. And for the first time in our life, we have savings. The difference was a budget. That's all it was, was a budget, nothing else. Okay, so once you learn how to handle your money, um, good things begin to happen. Okay, once you learn to get free of the, of the love of money, good things begin to happen. Now, this is going to be run not by me, but by Brad Robin. Okay, now those of you that, that know Brad, uh, I just grabbed a bit of info from him. Uh, for those of you that, that don't know him, those of you that know him, you know Brad's a solid guy, been around our church for years, uh, knows his stuff. He, he's been serving God in our church for about 20 years, and as he, he's a financial planner by trade. He's been in banking industry uh, for years and years and years, and, and Brad has uh, offered, generously offered to uh, periodically do these financial seminars and help, uh, help you how to handle your money more successfully so you can get ahead financially, okay? So that's something that's going to start this year that we will plan on doing on a, on a regular basis as needed, Okay? Um, another thing we're going to begin to offer this year are marriage seminars. Now, this is important because you know what I, I discovered years ago? If, if people learn how to handle their money, learn how to have good marriage, that solves most of their problems. It really does. Most of the problems we face in life can go back to those two things. And if you learn how to do those two things successfully... Uh, raising your children would be a third. Learn how to raise your children properly, and um, uh, you will find life gets a whole lot better very quickly when you learn how to do these things. So we're, we're going to be doing them, again, on an as-need basis. We're gonna, we'll start with one uh, or maybe two this year, and um, it's going to be a combination. We're thinking probably small group initially, maybe just have a small group of, of uh four or six or eight newly married people or, you know, who, who haven't married very long and to do a small group with them, a uh, marriage seminar. Um, we want people in our church to have a marriage that will be strong, that will last, and that you'll actually enjoy it. Okay? You'll enjoy that process. It won't just be an endurance to the end. But it will be a joyful journey together, okay? Now, um, we live in a society that, that has devalued and perverted the concept of marriage. And I believe with all my heart, see, as we let our light shine, as we live a good example, do you know there's a lot of people out there that are hurting? There's a lot of people confused. And, and when, when all they get, get given to them are lies, because as you know, our society has devalued the Bible and just thrown it out as being a worthless book. Well, when they see a living Bible that's living something that they wish they had, that's a powerful thing. And when your life is that way and your marriage is that way, it can have a great impact on people's lives. And uh, so that's, that's what we want to see. 
uh, and try to develop more and more in our church so you have strong, healthy marriages. Listen to Matthew 5, 14 to 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the room. Let your light shine so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. See, when they see people living a good life, good, good kids, good marriage, life is going well, that's a powerful statement to people who are living with some confusion and hurt and disappointment. And so we want to help you to have stronger marriages, handle your money better, and be, be, well, be strong both ways. Now, uh, this is, again, going to be done. We're, we're initially thinking in small groups, maybe a classroom, uh, like a larger setting uh, as needed, but our initial thought is gather a, a, small, a smaller group, and uh, Doug and Barb Gervan have uh, volunteered to look after this for us. Okay, now Doug and Barb are a great couple in our church. Uh, they've, been, they've been coming to the church for years. I, I put it down here. They, they've been coming to the, they've been serving God. They both got saved a little bit later in life. They've been serving God for about 20 years, been married for about 45 years. And they're an excellent couple. I know many people in the church uh, know who I'm talking about. They love them. They respect them. And uh, they, they said they'd be honored and thrilled to do this. And we believe that they have a lot they could speak into young married couples and even people that are struggling with some issues in, in their life and uh, in their marriage and really help them to have a strong marriage. And we just think if you learn how to, how to relate well, you learn how to have a good marriage, life gets a lot better, okay? Now, another thing that we're going to add in, the third thing that we're going to do this year is a new improved website. I knew that would really excite you. Now, now we, we just want to, you know, update our website, get it more contemporary. We might even adjust the way we use our website. We're not, we're not there just yet, but we'll let you know if we do that, how we, uh, what the, how we build the website and, and, and the purpose of the website. But we want to just give it a more contemporary, up-to-date, simple-to-use look. And so you're going to see that take place through the year, going to make some positive changes to get it uh, representing more uh, who we are and what we represent and what we're trying to do in a way that when a, you know, a, an unsaved person or a visitor comes along and sees it, uh, it'll have an attraction, we hope, and just be more contemporary and, and up-to-date, okay? So when we do that, we expect to see a lot of hits on the website. <laughs> now, something more major, they're going to take a little bit more time to, uh, to work on, is we're going to... Um, begin to offer later this year small group options, okay? Now, what, what I mean by that, you know, for years, if you've been coming to the church, you know that we've had uh, C groups, and our C groups focus on really uh, reaching out, uh, making disciples, and uh, this type of thing. And unfortunately, a lot of people go because that's what's available. There isn't something else available, but that really isn't necessarily their passion and their heart. It may, be, it may be elsewhere, and so that, that in itself can create a little bit of conflict, a little bit of difficulty to make them accomplish what we want them to accomplish. So what we're going to be doing is offering a second um, series or line of, of small groups, if you will, that are focused around the A-teams and the department ministry that you're involved in. So the focus for one group will be 
on the ministry they're involved in. It'll be that group of people they'll be connecting with, and the C groups will remain as they are, but it will give you an option now to choose. Do I want to be part of a C group and what they're doing, or do I want to be part of one of these A-team small groups and what it is doing? Okay? We think it's going to be excellent. We think it's going to be better for you because it's going to give you an option. And as a result, we think the entire church is going to be better. C groups will be better. Departments will be better. Relationships will be stronger. We think it's just going to be a good thing for the church. Now, this is a big undertaking. Uh, you're not going to hear about it for a while. We've been working at it for, for, for quite some time. And uh, right now, our, we're, we're looking at trying to identify and recruit people who could be the type of people we're looking for to look after that A-team small group line, to, to be the leaders in those groups. So we're going to be having a, a meeting uh, sometime here in the new year with people that we think maybe could do it, share the vision with them, share what we're talking about doing. And as we can recruit and get the right kind of person, okay, get the right kind of person, uh, we'll begin to open the other lines. So now you'll be able to say, instead of attending a C group, I would rather go to my A-team small group. And a lot of the same benefits that come out of C groups will happen there, only they will have a different focus than the C groups. Right. Are you with me there? I'm really excited about that. This, this is one of the things I'm most excited about this year. I think it's going to have a really significant impact in our church. Uh, when we get this all done. Now, this will take a little bit longer because it's a bigger thing. It affects so many people that you can't just uh, do it overnight and make it work. Uh, so as we've been working for quite a while behind the scenes on trying to make all this uh, come together, and it's still going to take a number of months before we're there. But uh, trust me, you will hear about it as we're moving along, okay? And uh, we're really excited because we, we think it's going to be a really, really um, good thing, Okay. <clears throat> Now, along those lines that will help our C group leaders and our A team small group leaders as we develop this, is we're going to be having a small group uh, leader app that we're developing. Uh, Mary has been working on this, and it really is really cool. It's going to be an app that we put together. We're going to be changing the format of the small groups a little bit as well, how they're conducted and, and what, what they actually look like. And we're going to be putting together this app to make available to all of the, this, the C group and, and A team small group leaders that will give them access to lessons of varying topics so they can easily have access to the lessons they need to do in the C group and the, the, all the, the, the small groups. And we'll also have resources on there that they can use to help you find greater freedom and victory in your walk with God. And we're going to be making that available to them. It'll be on their phone. They'll, they'll have it available to them all the time. So if, if we say, you know, we want to have an emphasis on praise and worship over the next month or two in the small groups, they can pull out the praise and worship lessons and go through that in the small groups and discuss it. Other times, we'll just give them the, the leeway. They know where the needs are within the group and where the group's at. They can pick out a topic that, that is good for the, that time, and they can work on those for a while. So it'll give us a lot of flexibility and an easy way to communicate and make adjustments because they'll have all the lessons and the additional resources that we can make available to you to help you right, right on their phone and be able to access that very easily. Okay, so we're, we're, um, we're excited about that. That's going to help that um, be more effective, help our, help our small group leaders, we believe, to be more uh, effective at running the, the small groups. Okay, so we're we're putting some real effort into improving the small group ministry this year that we believe by the end of the year, things are going to be 
you're just going to enjoy it a lot more. You're going to get a lot more out of it by giving you these options, okay? Now, the sixth thing we're going to do is called um, Right Now Media, Right Now Media, and that will be for our members. Now, we'll explain to you what that is, first of all, by showing you just an introductory video that they've made available. And if we can take a moment and, and, and play this, we'll, we'll let them explain a little bit, and then I'll elaborate on it a bit. And let's hope we have audio. It's not looking good. Well, we're sorry about that. I don't know what's happened. Um, okay, let me, let me try to explain. I'll have my numbers a little bit wrong, but um, I'll try to explain. Right now, media is a, is a ministry that we just discovered uh, probably two months ago. Actually, it was Christine Hoppy who told me about it, and we, um, uh, we started looking into it, and we really liked what we saw. And we found out that there's about 18,000 churches around, I think, mainly North America who use it. And what it is, it's a, it's a ministry that has taken professionally put together videos by varying ministries around North America. And there's probably about 14, I think about 14,000 lessons available. And they cover just a whole variety of topics, you know, marriage, finances, uh, Bible study, small groups that can be used in, larger groups that can be used in, and uh, just, a, just all kinds of topics. And for, so for a monthly fee, the, the church pays a monthly fee to them, and for that, we are going to be making available to all of the members of the church a, um, a passcode, a, a password, if you will, that we give you that will allow you to access the videos anytime you want to access them, Okay. I was talking to um, Christine, and she told me how much they were really helping her in going through a series of videos on her own that were there. And um, you'd be able to access them anywhere, anytime. And the way we can use these things, you see, you're, you're getting, for instance, um, now I don't know for a fact, if, but people like Rick Warren, uh, Francis Chan, people like this doing, doing videos on varying lessons. So we'll use some of these videos perhaps with our marriage seminars, with our financial seminars, for some Bible study. In the small group, we'll, we'll integrate some of these videos into the small group. Uh, they'll be able to use different ways, but you'll be able to ask them, so, uh, access them. So we'll be giving every member the, the password so that you can then go online and access and look at whatever you want to look at. And I'll tell you, we, we've, we've been seeing what they've done, and they're very, very professional um, they're done really well, and just a lot of well-known people, and then people you don't know as well, but covering a real variety of topics that we think will only help you in your walk with God. So that's why we're doing it. We believe it'll help you strengthen your walk with God, help you to, to have a better uh, relationship with the Lord, whether it's whatever, sharing your faith, worshiping, your marriage, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a number, number of topics. I wish the video would have come up because they, they go through it in a lot more detail than I um, just did. But we think it's something that will really um, help you. Like I said, 18,000 churches are using it. Really well-known churches use it. And every member, when a person becomes a member, we'll just give them that password. And then at any time, you'll be able to access 
all the videos online for whatever topic appeals to you or wherever you feel an interest, you would be able to do that on your own as well as we will use them within the church and within our small groups and our classes and different things. We'll be able to integrate these, these, this teaching from these varying people uh, into, into our church. And, and again, we think it's going to be a great addition because uh, you can't always uh, have Francis Chan come by and speak, but you can access them then whenever you want them. Okay? And um, uh, so we're excited about that kind of thing. So that's going to be happening <clears throat> in the not-too-distant future. It's called Right Now Media. We'll let you know when it's available. We'll, we'll have an introductory with the audio working, I believe, at that point in time. And that we'll, 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 the weekend that we introduce it, we'll kick it off and we'll show you the video and we'll let you see what it's all about and then be able to give you a, a password so that you can access all of this. But I tell you, it's putting some really well-known, highly regarded, respected uh, ministers at your disposal so that you can really learn a lot of good things, okay? Now, we're going to do something we, we, did, we tried a long, long, long time ago, and I've thought about it over the years, and, and, and I thought, you know, with the number of new people we, we, we get in the church and, and, and people that we reach, uh, I thought this would probably be a good thing. We're going, to, we're, going to do, we're going to reintroduce something that we haven't had around here for years and years and years, and that's called an Ask the Pastor Weekend, okay? Now, what that really consists of is having you submit... Uh, questions on varying topics. could be Bible, uh, social issues, personal your issues, um, uh, all, all kinds of varying things that, that may be of interest. Why do we do what we do? What does the Bible say about that? Um, how do we handle maybe a situation that comes up? Uh, you'll be able to submit your questions, and, and then we'll take a weekend periodically to answer those questions. So I know oftentimes people come in, they want to ask something, but they don't have access um, or they, they, it's too long to answer after a service or something, this will give you an opportunity to write out a question, hand it in ahead of time. We'll be able to look at the questions, take some of them, and then spend a weekend uh, answering those questions that people have wanted answers to. All right? Good? We had fun with this when we did it before. It's so really years and years when the church was a lot smaller, we did it, and um, uh, it was a lot of fun. So we'll be doing the... The uh, Ask the Pastor Weekend. Now, we're going to be having also this year, the eighth thing that we got on our agenda for the year is a transition weekend. So what we're going to do this year is make the official transition from my wife and I being the lead pastors to Jason and Mary becoming the lead pastors. Okay? That'll be taking place um, uh, in October. So I'm, I'm going to skip by it here quickly because I'm coming back to it with this, this next point as well. But that'll be an exciting time. Um, you know, the, the time has come to kind of make, make that adjustment. My wife and I are going to stay involved and, um, and doing things just like you've noticed. We've, we've cut back. We're not as, as public as we, we have been because we've been trying to work at that adjustment and that transition and, and work at things. And we'll just make it official come October where we make the official change. And um, that'll be an exciting time, good time, I believe, um, you know, having a, a, a new generation, time to move the church forward into new things. Amen? Amen? Now, the other big thing, or another big thing along that, that this kind of coincides with, is our Gage Park campus launch. 
Okay? Yeah, that's going to be exciting. We've never done anything like this before. I was, I was, you know, some people I was meeting with the other day, and they had a couple of questions about that. And I said, well, you know, I don't know, because I've never done this before. Um, You've you got to figure, any time we get bigger than we are or do something different we've never done, it's new for me too. So we, we try to talk to a lot of people, get a lot of information, get together, talk and meet and pray and, and figure out so that we can try to handle things uh, properly. Uh, opening up a campus is a, is a big thing, but in the, in the springtime, we, we should be ready to open our Gage Park campus come springtime, okay? Now, we believe, the reason we're doing this, just isn't to give a different service alternative. We believe there's a lot of people who need the Lord. And it'll give us an identity and a position down in a different area of the city. So here we're up on the upper West Mountain. There we'll be down in the lower East City. And it'll give us opportunity to reach into a neighborhood and a portion of the city that um, we haven't really been able to maybe have as high a profile in, okay? So we'll be opening up that, that campus with the purpose of, you know, I, I believe there's a lot of people need the Lord. Amen. And um, all through the city, but it'll give us an opportunity to get into that area and, and, and bring the presence of God and praise and worship and, and real, live, living, real Christians into the community. Amen. How do you know? People don't need religious deadheads. They need the real thing. You can find dead religion anywhere. But it's really exciting when you find the real deal. So we want to be the real deal. Get down there and make a difference. Get into that community. Get into that neighborhood and make a difference. Now, we believe that we're going to reach a lot of people, that we're going to see a lot of good things happen when we move into that campus location and open that. We're going to see a lot of exciting things happen. Like I said, it will give us a whole new identity and influence in a different part of the city. Now, <clears throat> our plans are this. In the springtime, we will open the Gage Park campus, but I want you to think in terms of this. This is probably a term that you've heard um, as, as regards to opening up businesses and things. We're going to have, come the springtime when we open it, we'll have what we call a soft launch. Okay, so in other words, we'll open it, we'll get going, but we're going to give ourselves some time to work out the kinks. Okay? Anytime you do something new and different and you've never done it before, um, I would be surprised if everything went without a hitch. Right? I mean, we've been doing this for years. We've had a hitch tonight, okay? Um, so um, it's hard to do something brand new and everything being flawless. And so we're going to give ourselves some time from the spring into the fall to have a soft launch time. In other words, get the campus running, get it operating, get things going well, try to get it running as smoothly as we can uh, for the fall, okay? Now, come the fall, when we, when we have the transition service in October, um, what we're planning on doing that weekend, so we'll work out as best as we can, work out all the issues regarding running a new campus and making everything work between the two places and having it run as well as we can. Then in October, when we have the, that, the, the transition weekend, that same weekend, we will have a, uh, if you will, a church dedication slash grand opening, okay? The same weekend. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring in uh, Pastor Dick Iverson and Danny and Giselle Bonilla that weekend, and we're going to have just a really, really great weekend that weekend. 
Um, in the morning that, of that weekend in October, in the morning, we will have the, the building dedication and uh, slash grand opening, whatever we, we call it. We'll figure that out. And uh, we'll do that in the morning, and that'll be a big time of celebration and, and victory, opening up, officially opening up the new campus. I want you to know that, that Pastor Dick, he's probably, he's who I look at as my spiritual father, my, my pastor. Um, he came and dedicated this building. Now, Pastor Dick is probably 84 or 85 now. And um, he is on the go. He travels all around the world. I cannot believe the schedule the guy's keeping. Um, and so we've already talked to him, and they'd be thrilled to come. And so him and then Danny and Giselle, who are just two really, really good friends of ours. We've known Danny and Giselle uh, from the time we started in ministry, and, and how many here know when I say Danny and Giselle who I'm talking about, right? How many know Pastor Dick who I'm talking about, you know? The, these, these two couples, or Pastor Dick and, and the Benias, uh, they've been highly influential in our church, both publicly when they're here, but you would have no idea behind the scenes how influential and help, uh, helpful they've been over the years. So we're going to have them here for that weekend, and... Um, the, the cool thing about it, not only was, you know, I, I wish, quite frankly, we could have Floyd McClung here as well, but Floyd is still incapacitated. He's, he's, he's um, on life support, basically, um, for the last couple of years, and he's, he's fighting for his life and his health, and he's not able to uh, make it, him and Sally, because um, I wouldn't be here without them. And Pastor Dick, I probably wouldn't have made it pastoring if it wasn't for his help. And so he is the one who came, Pastor Dick came, and he's the one who set me in as pastor in the church. And now he's going to come and set in Jason and Mary as pastor in the church. Isn't that cool? Isn't that awesome? So we will have a, a really, really awesome uh, service, celebration, victory uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun time. So there's a lot of work between now and then, but come to the fall, that will be a really exciting, uh, I believe, transforming weekend in our church. Okay, so that that's coming. And and the final thing, the final thing, something exciting in in the Gage Park campus. Um, a mistake took place. Usually mistakes aren't exciting, but this mistake turned out to be exciting. Okay. The, um, there was some miscommunication somewhere. I would, I don't, we're not blaming anybody. We're just saying something happened where? In our Gage Park campus, uh, behind the, this, this wall it, downtown in the campus, there's rooms back there. It's not outside like it is here. So we have the, the platform, but behind the platform, there's some rooms, okay? So the architect, uh, there was some miscommunication somewhere, and he put in a a whole bunch of power sources, power outlets to one room because when we said what we wanted it for, he interpreted that to mean, in his world, something different. In our world, it meant something. In his world, it meant something else. And so he designed it, obviously, based on his world. That's what he thought he was doing. And when it all got done, we, we realized we've got a, we got a, a room behind the, the, the platform here that has a whole bunch of power. It's got power outlets all through the room. I mean, it's got more power than you can shake a stick at, okay? 
because of this misunderstanding. But what we've now discovered as a result of that and the size of the room and the location of the room, it will allow us for the first time ever, we'll have our own recording studio. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So we will, we will be able to record uh, because all the power you need, there's, there's enough power there to have everything we need for recording studio. So the room is there. We'll just now build it in as a studio, as a recording studio for the soundproofing and things you need and be right here behind the platform, accessible, very easy to everything, all the power we need, and we'll be able to start doing and believe God that we're going to do our own recordings and be able to... Uh, um, you know, record our music, record our worship. Do you, you know something? Our worship is rare, yeah. and I don't want to lose it. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm fighting so hard, because people just, they, often people want to take the comfortable route and kind of do it in our own strength. But I know that when we worship, God shows up and great things happen. That's how we built the church. That's how we've tried to build people. And like I say, it, it gets people free from a religious spirit and all kinds of things. When you learn to become a worshiper, and um, I believe that we've got something. We've had prophetic words about taking out a kingdom sound. And I believe the kingdom sound we have is we've maintained our praise and worship and anointing and the presence of God where a lot have done good music, but they've lost the presence of God in the process. And we want that anointing and presence of God on what we do. And this is going to give us an opportunity, something we've talked about for years and it never materialized, but now we'll be able to do our own recording. And that's exciting. That's good stuff. So, those are 10 things you're going to see, I believe, by faith. It's all going to happen this year. Those are big things. This is going to be an exciting year. All these things happen. This will be, this will be I believe, a year that's going to lead us into new things, take us forward into the future God has for us. I'm trying to find you a verse here. There we are. So this is going to be an exciting year. This is going to be an exciting year. We, we see all these things come to pass. I'll tell you, our church is going to be a much better, healthier place a year from now than even it is now. And, and I'll tell you, I'm, 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 I said to a group of people the other day, I am as optimistic about going forward now as I've ever been in the history of our church. Um, we, we're, in a, we're in a good place. Um, good things are happening. I don't know if you've noticed, it's in the last few months, the, um, in our pre-service prayer. It hasn't been as well attended, and we're going to start working on that, but the spirit in it has been awesome. In our prayer meetings, the spirit has been awesome. Our worship times have been better than ever. They've been great worship services and great worship times. You know what you missed last New Year's if you didn't come out? And this is what I miss about having multiple services the place was full. We just get everybody in here and we're packed. Well, when you get all of us in here, you fill the place up and get us worshiping. I'll tell you, it is a lot of fun. It is powerful. It's an awesome thing when we can all pull together. And so we're hoping that as we do the, the, the campus, we'll, 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 we won't have as many services and we'll be larger and the stronger and it just makes everything better. Um, so this year, I, I think we're going to see some awesome things happen. And I want to read you this this uh, passage that Jesus said in Matthew chapter um, 16, he said that I say to you, I, I say that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates 
of Hades will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, you will loose in heaven. You see, Jesus said he's going to build his church. And you know what I've learned over the years? You stay focused on him and things happen. You stay focused on him. See, too many people, we leave God out of the picture in our lives. We don't worship. We don't have devotion life. We're not faithful with our serving and our giving. But when we have a need, we expect God to show up and just be there and solve all our problems. But it doesn't work that way. That's not what the Bible says. So to believe that is to believe a lie because the Bible doesn't say that's how it works. It says you seek first the kingdom of God and all these things get added to you. Faith and then works. You see, faith, we exercise faith, God moves. So when you become a worshiper, when you share your faith, when you're faithful and you're overcoming sin in your life and attitudes and habits that hold you back, all of these things release the hand and blessing of God in your life to give you a better life. And so that's how you get God's attention. So we, 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 we need God if we're going to do what we want to do. And Jesus said, here's what I'm saying. He said he will build his church and the gates of hell are not going to prevail. The gates of hell attempt the enemy tries to do what he can, but Jesus said, I am going to build my church, and there is no power on the face of the earth that is going to stop me from doing it. That's what he just said. So you see, our, our goal is to stay focused on him. Our goal is to love him with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. Our goal is to do our responsibility, and then we leave God's responsibility up to God. But if we're not doing our part, we're being unwise and foolish to think that God will do his part because he responds to people who respond to him. And I'm just excited. I, I think we're in a great place. I think good things are happening. Um, I, I'm just, I am looking forward to this year, uh, unlike a year I've looked forward to in a long time. And um, let me just give you a, a couple you know, interesting positive things that have just happened right now. Um, in the past quarter of this year, in the past quarter, we had more salvations in this past quarter than any other quarter this year. Okay? So the enemy moves in. The enemy tries to stir things up. The enemy tries to cause trouble. But God shows up, and we have more salvations than any other quarter this year. Okay? I always look. You know, honestly, you, you know, when you do what I do, I once in a while have these talks with God and say, Oh, God, you show me you're with me. You know? Show up and show me. Kind of give me, give me some kind of sign or you know, not, not, not just laboring away and doing it. And when I see things like that, I know that God's moving. I know. When I see the fresh spirit of worship, I know that God is moving. I know there's something fresh and new and, and that God is stirring and God is moving. And, and the Bible says all things work together for good to those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose. And that's us. That's our heart. And when, when we have that heart toward God, God moves on our behalf. So more salvations this last quarter than any other quarter, and we're going to work at getting better at following that up and integrating those people in and, and not just having people uh, pray to receive the Lord, but helping them walk with God so they can live strong, victorious, overcoming lives. Amen? And one last thing I want to mention to you is, is um, this last month, okay, so this is fresh. You see what I'm saying? The, as, as you know, those of you who have been around, this year was kind of a different year. And uh, some things happen that have never happened in the history of the church. And then when I see all these salvations happen, uh, that's kind of God's way of saying, we're still here. We're doing it. We're okay. We're, it's going to get done. 
Well, this month, this, the month of December, now we've had a lot of good things happen financially over the, the years in the church. This last month was the largest tithe month in the history of the church, in the history of the church. So when the enemy would like to think, oh, you're in trouble, God shows up and says, more people are getting saved. And now I want to let you know as well, it wasn't because one person put in a huge sum of money, okay, the largest tithe month ever in the history of the church. And that's just me, you know, God comes along and shows, he says, hey, people might have an opinion, but my opinion is more important than their opinion. And I'm not finished, I'm just beginning, and I believe good things are in store, we're going somewhere, we're going to do something, your life is going to get better, living hope is going to get better, we're going to impact our city, and as you and I respond to God faithfully, he responds, and this, I believe, is going to be a breakthrough year for us. I really do. You individually and us as a church, we're going to experience breakthrough this coming year, um, because with God before us, who can be against us? Amen? Are you with me there? We got the video? Okay, when it's time to quit, everything works. I was going to let you go home, but now I'm not. So if we can take a moment, maybe we can run this. This will explain a little bit. The next one we show you when we introduce it is even better, but we'll show you this one. Go ahead. Our church is a light in the darkness, a city on a hill. Every believer is called to make a difference in the world, to love God completely, and to make disciples of every nation. But in this busy, mobile, noisy world, it can be difficult to even do the basics, to pray, to read the Word, to bring the love of God to our marriages, families, neighbors, and co-workers. We know you're here because you want to be a part of God's mission on the earth. You want to experience the abundant life that Scripture talks about. You're looking to connect your faith to every part of your life, every day of the week. That's why our church is subscribing to Right Now Media and making it available for free to every member of our church. You'll have access to over 10,000 online Bible study videos on parenting, marriage, finance, discipleship, leadership, and many more. The videos can be used in Bible study groups or for personal devotion. There's also a huge library of safe biblical kids videos. We'd love to see every member of our church utilizing Right Now Media. Small group leaders leading their adult or youth groups through engaging Bible study series. Children enjoying safe programming that doesn't just entertain, but helps lay a strong spiritual foundation. Families spending quality time together, going through devotional Bible studies. Couples using biblical studies on marriage, parenting, and finance. Applying God's Word to every area of their lives. There is something for everyone. We want to help you grow as a disciple of Christ, and we want to help you become a disciple maker in your home, your school, your workplace, your neighborhood, in whatever mission field God has called you to. We believe that this free resource will help equip and unleash you to live out your faith in every area of life, to experience God-centered, abundant life, not just on Sundays, but every day. We are for you, and God is for you. He wants to empower you every day to live for Him. Together, we can be a light in the darkness, a city on a hill. Awesome. Excellent. 
You know, sometimes uh, people pray and they, they, they want to see revival. They want to do something, see God do something great. You know where that begins? Right there. See, people are waiting for some external thing. They're waiting for something to happen. And when it happens, oh, look at that. I'll be part of what's happening. This is where it happens. And when that begins to happen in your life, when there's a fresh fire and passion and zeal and commitment to God to live a life to please the Lord, to live a life that counts for God, to live a life so that when you show up to face eternity, God says to you, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what you want to hear. You, you want to live a life now by faith so that you know you're pleasing the Lord. You're not just going through religious motions and religious activity, but you're living a life for God. And I want to encourage you. What we're trying to do this year is more and more build into our church things that will give you the opportunity to develop your walk with God so that you can become stronger in your faith. I mean, you become stronger in your faith. The church is a stronger place. The community gets affected. The workplace gets affected. Things begin to happen, and revival breaks out. Come on, can you believe for revival to break out? But for it to break out, it's, here's where it starts. Okay, before it gets manifest around us, it gets manifest in us, okay? So I'm believing God. This is going to be an awesome year. Good things are going to happen. Money's going to get better. Marriage is going to get better. You won't have as many questions. Okay? Your questions will get answered. A lot of good things are going to happen this year. Are you with me there? Come on, let's stand up. I want us to do this just as an act of faith, an act of believing God. Let's raise our hands and let's just worship the Lord and tell Him, Lord, we believe you. This is going to be a breakthrough year. Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. Jesus, we worship you. We honor you. Lord, we want to bring glory to your name. Jesus, we want to honor your name. We want your name to be exalted in our city. We want your name to be exalted in our workplace, in our school, in our neighborhood, in our families. Jesus, we worship you and we thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We exalt your name. Lord, we, we know that as we exalt you and lift you up, that you move on our behalf. You draw us closer. You draw those who don't know you closer. Lord, we ask you that a revival would begin to break out in our hearts, in our lives, that we would live to serve you and to please you, to honor you. Lord, we would live to make your name great in the city of Hamilton. Father, we honor you. We bless you, Jesus, and we worship you this evening. We lift you up. We honor you. We thank you, Lord. Jesus, we give you all the praise and the honor and the glory due your awesome name. And Lord, we are praying and believing this is going to be a year of breakthrough. This is going to propel us into a great future that you have for us. And Lord, we thank you for it. We bless your name. We honor you and glorify you. And everyone said, amen. Come on, the Lord is good. Amen. Come on. So look, say hi to somebody you don't know. Have yourself a great evening and get ready. This is going to be a good year.